Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7, U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So, the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The virus that causes shingles is sleeping in 99% of people over 50. While not everyone at risk will develop shingles, it strikes as a painful rash that can last for weeks. Wake up, because shingles could wake up in you. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about shingles prevention. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better Hat on, hat on, suit on, looking like the trap giving them all like a million bucks, bucks. things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Now tell me, who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. And to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Oh, yeah. Turn them out. 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 Turn them
Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. I sure will. Good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on. Dig me now. One and only. Steve Harvey. Got a radio show. Man. Yeah, I do. Man, God been good to me. Man, he been so good to me. Wow. And you, and, you, and, you, and you know why I say it like that, what makes it amazing, is because it's been in spite of myself. I mean, you know what I mean by that? I mean, it, I mean that he's been good to me in spite of all the craziness I've done, all the foolishness I've gotten myself involved with, and, and not only got, but knowingly got myself involved with, all of the stupid decisions I've made. Put all that to the side, and he's still been good to me. Bring it all and put it on the plate, and he's still been good to me. Man, that's amazing, man. And I'm sure there's a lot of people that could say the exact same thing. I mean, come on, man. I got you ain't famous. I got anybody got no microphone in your face. I got nobody ain't got no spotlight on you. I got nobody ain't got no camera in your face. I got nobody probably ain't nobody blogging about you. But let me tell you something. If you break it down and be real about it, Oh, you done done something outside the box. You done done something, ladies included. You've done something out the box. You woke up and went, what did I do that for? Oh, we've all done it. So with all that said and done, God still loves you, man. God still loves you, still wants the best for you, still considers you his child, and is, and is willing, is willing, man, to show you your future. He is willing to show you your life. He is willing to let you take a peek at the blueprint. Man, that's an amazing God right there. Cause I don't, I know I couldn't do it. I, I couldn't do it. I'm glad it's him. You know, uh, today, man, I want to encourage brothers out there. And when I say brothers, I'm talking to everybody that's of the male species. I don't care about your color. I really, really don't. I don't even have time for that in my day. I, matter, matter of fact, sometimes when you get to discussing race, I just get tired of it sometimes. I just wish, you know, some, some days I just want to wake up and just do me. You know, I, I, I got what, what, what the skin tone is. I got that, but I just want to wake up some days and just go on about my business and do me. I don't want to have to deal with it. Sometimes I get tired of talking about the issues. I ain't going to make them go away, but sometimes I get tired. So today I'm talking to brothers, all the brothers of the male species. I'm talking about men. Today, man, if, if, if you ain't doing it all, if you're feeling empty, man, start today completing your, your process and your journey. And you know what I'm saying by that? If there's a part of you that's missing as a man, and, 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 and now man, I'm talking to you, so, you know, some ladies listening, but you know what I'm talking about. It's, it's some part of you that's missing as a man. If you ain't really been in touch with your kids like you're supposed to. Now, for whatever the reason is, and please know, I do understand how sometimes women can use children as pawns. It happens all the time. I've been through it. I've been through it, man. I know what it feels like, man, to want to do something. But because you ain't got this or you ain't doing this, then I ain't going to let you have this. You got to fight through, fellas. You got to fight through. You got to fulfill your end of the deal. And I got how difficult they making it. I got how, man, it's going to come with some drama. But you got to fight through it. Because, man, we need fathers to be fathers. 
That's really what we need. If you're a man out there and you are a father of a child, we need you to do your job. We, I'm talking about the, our community, our situation, us as a people, all of us. We need you to be a father. Period. Now, hey man, I ain't coming down on you. I'm, I'm just your boy. I'm your man. And I've, I've been in the same predicament and the same hole myself where I couldn't get to them, uh, where they were used as pawns, where they they were told things about me that wasn't even true. I've been through it. Uh, you can't see them. You don't come over. Okay, okay, I got all that. You ain't sent this. You ain't, okay, hey, hey, got all that. If, if, if you can call them sometimes, tell them you're thinking about them. Tell them you love them. If you can get a letter to them, if you can get a message to your children through one of your relatives, Start the process today. Be a father. It's your job. Now, because you ignoring him or you acting like they ain't over there or you done backed him out of your mind because the situation got too difficult. I got that. I, I, I got that. But you got to step up and be fathers. You got to write a letter. You got to send the money. If she talking about if you don't send all the money, you ain't going to send. Send what you got. If she if taking it over there is too much drama, send it through a relative. Give it to a mama. Give it to a sister. Ask her to take it over there and do something for the baby. Because, okay, okay, you can't deal with the drama. I got that. And I know it's much to pay when you have to deal with that. Because I, clearly I know hell have no fury like a woman scorned. Please know I know that. Please know. And that's a real statement. That ain't no saying Steve got. That's that's the truth. So, but do what you got to do. Sometimes you have to apologize. Sometimes an apology goes a long way to your children. Just say, look, because I've made this apology before. Hey, man, look, I'm sorry. I wasn't there for you. I was out grinding and hustling, and I wasn't paying attention to you. And I should have been. And I apologize. Now, imagine, man, there's days where you was telling people I was your father up at the school and they wasn't believing you. I apologize for sending you through that. But now, man, I tell you what, I made some mistakes and I got it together. I want me and you to move forward as father and son. I want me and you to move forward as father and daughter. I want to be in your life. Now, I ain't got a lot, but guess what? I know a lot. Because if you're a man and you're a father, please know you know something that child don't know. You have information. You have experience. That's all they need sometimes to have somebody to talk to. That daughter of yours just needs to know from her daddy, how should a man treat me, dad? What should I look for in a man? See, they'll take that information from you because they know it's coming from the right place. And then you know that your son needs you because you know how difficult it is if you're trying to be a man without your daddy. You already know how funky that is right there. So come on, man. Admit your mistakes and move forward. Call your kids. Write a letter. Get a phone number on them. Send a text. Drop a message. Send a note up to the school. Do something, man. If those of us that are fathers would just be fathers, I could shut the mentoring camp down. Now, I would say I apologize because I don't want you to think I'm coming down on you, but I've been through this myself. I ain't really coming down. I'm just reminding you. This is our job. These are our children. This is our responsibility. We are men. There is no excuses. 
you you don't get you don't get cut a break on that one. Sorry. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, may I have your undivided attention, please? The voice you are listening to is that of the one and only Steve Harvey. I made a habit of saying my entire name once I got into the business in 1985. After I completed a set, I would always go, my name is Steve Harvey, and walk off. That way, I would always embed and ingrain in the customer's mind that the person you just saw, except when I had a bad show, I always said, my name is Steve Harvey. When I had a bad show, I just walked off and hoped they would forget my name and never remember the night because I was going to the hotel room to rethink my existence. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, a short, fun, biographic moment with Steve Harvey. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Shirley Strawberry, Colin Pharrell, Mississippi Monica Jr., better known as Killer Wong. Killer Wong space yes. and the legend that he is nephew Tommy Jr. I need some help, Unc. Yeah, what's on your mind, man? Yeah, take some Unc. You know, man, when people come see you, Unc, they need something from you, Unc. I just yeah. don't know how they stay here all the time. Yeah. They ask you for something, you give it to them, and they stay here. How do you get them to leave, Mr. Harvey? See, Mr. What I Harvey. Was I, I'd have some money under the porch in the front of the house. <laughs> See a little, have a little can, you know, with a few hundred in a coffee can up under the steps or something up under the porch. And when they come over to the house, you just say, "Hey, man, I got it. Oh, I got it for you. Come on out here and let him see you crawl under the porch to get the money." Yeah, they give it to him so he ain't got to come in the house. Once they get in the house, they pull out chairs and start leaning back and drawing with their fingers on your kitchen table and you know crying and need a napkin. They want to go to the bathroom and man, what's that I smell? It's food. The hell you thinking? See, you don't want to get into that. Got to get these people out your house. Yeah. And I'm use hard. your hand on their lower back to keep them guided towards the door. Don't yeah. let them, Junior, if you let them sit you down in that kitchen yeah. 
Yeah. Refrigerator door going to be opening. He going to be in there looking all long face. <laughs> you know. You can be hospitable, man. Steve. When people what come is that? By. Orange juice in there? <laughs> Man, they don't know what orange juice looks like. What are you saying? Yeah, but what are you looking in the refrigerator for? Man, I show like pickles. Just random, man. Just random pickles. You you know, man. Then they say something like that, man. Man, man, that's my favorite pickle right there. Hey, man, you want something to eat? Oh, y'all, 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 something to eat? Now you stuck. It's dinner. Cause. People, when they begging, dog, they do it real slick. Uh, man, I know your wife can cook, man. I can smell something. What is that? Dog, no, my well, wife ain't cooking have you been on the other side before, though? And, and you was begging. Yeah, I went out to my nephew's house one time and borrowed $5. He called my mom and said, I ain't never seen Steve like this. He just walked to my house and asked for $5. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. I'm about to hear you call my Come. mama. Just give me the damn $5. <laughs> 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 32 minutes after the hour. We'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, listen up. This your man, Steve Harvey, right here. I got some big news for y'all. Uh, you all already know how my new Elevate You Vitality Daily Greens are changing lives. Well, guess what? You can now get my greens at Walmart. And if you want to do more for your health than just drink your greens, I got you. We got all of that nutrition packed into three different gummies. One for digestive health, there's one for your immunity, and there's one for your metabolism. Head over to your nearest Walmart now to get yourself some Elevate You. You better go get you some. It is time now for the nephew to run that prank back. What you got for us, Neff? Your check bounce. At the church. Uh-huh. The check box. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Uh, hello. I'm trying to reach a Monica, Sister Monica, please. Who's calling? This is, uh, Brother Deshaun. I'm calling. Actually, I'm a member of um, Greater Missionary Baptist Church. How can I help you? Calling you, actually, about the offering. Now, did you, you, I know you paid your tithes. Yeah, paid I pay a, my tithes every Sunday. Okay. Now, you paid a love offering as well, right? Yes, I do. Okay. Now, this past Sunday, um, I'm looking at a check that you left us with the bank. Right, right. I sure did. I wrote a check Sunday. Okay. Now, the check, ma'am, was $250. Am I correct? Right, right. I wrote two checks for my tithes and the love offering. Right. I wrote one for 250 for the love offering. Okay. Now... What is this call regarding? Why are you calling me? Well, what I wanted to tell you is that I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but Joe... Your check that you wrote for two fifty actually has bounced. And, and you, wait a minute, you said my check bounced for two hundred and fifty dollars. Your check bounced. So what? What I'm doing is calling you about recouping the two fifty, as well as you know, you you cost us thirty dollars uh, uh, in bank fees. But wait, wait a minute now. I wrote two checks. I wrote a check for a hundred dollars. Did that one bounce? I don't see to it that 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 one bounced. All I know is the one that the love offering has bounced. Well, did you put them in at the same time? Because I wrote them at the same time. They all go in on Monday, ma'am. Now, I didn't put them in at the same time. I've been putting them in for the last two, three years. The problem is, why would people write these? What is your name? I'm Brother Deshaun. And you was there this Sunday? I was there. 
I don't think it matters when I was there, ma'am. The problem is is that I didn't put these checks in, and I don't understand why y'all write these checks to the church. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Knowing what that you they going to write these checks. There's a lot of people My write checks. Are good. Well, not, I don't what? write bad checks. Well, why did one clear? Why the other one didn't clear? Maybe you didn't have enough money for both of them to clear. What? The, what did you just say? Maybe you didn't have enough money in the bank for both of them to clear. And I don't understand why people I write got these. I plenty money in the bank, and all my checks clear. I don't write no <laughs> rubber checks. Well, you wrote one on Sunday, and that's the problem. How are you gonna try to give a look? Wait a minute, I think you got me confused with somebody else. I don't write no bad checks. You done I'm wrote this. I'm trying to be nice to you. I'm trying to be nice to you. When can we expect the two fifty plus the thirty dollars? So you we wait thirty dollars. That's the bank fees, ma'am, for the doggone check bouncing. My check didn't bounce. I'm going to check my bank, and if my check clear, you're going to pay me $30 for calling me, harassing me about a $250 check bounce. I don't write no Why would you check. write check? What, you you want to sit up in the church and write these big number checks when you know you ain't got it in the bank? What, what the did you say? I said, why would you write these checks when the money ain't in there? Let me tell you one thing. I don't write no bad checks, and you got a lot of calling me telling me my check bounced. Your check is the one that has bounced. And I'll tell you what you do. Since my check bounced, you pay the since you got all the money. And don't call me with this again. Hello? Don't you hang up on me no more. When are we going to get this 250 and this $30? Somebody from the church tell me I wrote a bad check. I don't write no. You did write a bad check. I didn't write no bad check. Yes, you Wait did. Wait a minute. Why are you calling me? Why the treasure don't call me at church? The treasure is the busy. Deacon, I ain't never know the deacon call nobody about no bad check. Your <laughs> is full of. <laughs> thank you. You got the money. I ain't got. I, who in the hell is that in the background? Who is that? Never mind who it is. We both go to the same church. And you gonna call me to my I wrote a bad check. You don't you call me no more. And if the check bad, you pay it, okay? Do Pastor know you talking like this? Do Pastor know you calling me? Can you answer that? I, look, when are we gonna get this two hundred and eighty dollars? Is what we looking for from you? I wrote a check for two fifty. And the, you will and not get two eighty. You, you put the thirty dollars with it. You put two fifty in there, it bounced. Thirty dollars cost us on bank fees. That's two eighty. When can the church expect they money? Never. Not no two eighty. You will never get two eighty. You gonna make me and come by your and my check then? What did you say? I'm gonna do what? You gonna make me come by your house and get this money? Bring it on. Bring it. Bring it on. What is the address on Look this on check? Check. I got it off the check. Well, you bring it on. I bet you you'll be limping back. I'm, and I'm watching you. You better not be spending no money nowhere. You better not spend nothing till I get this two fifty plus gonna spend thirty. Whatever I want to, okay? No, you. Don't, you yes, know what? I am, and you don't call me no more with this because my check did not bounce. I don't see how one check went through and the other bounced. Let me say this to you: We cannot accept you back into the house of the Lord no more until. What did you say? You are not. Don't you come in there Sunday until I'm we get coming up in there Sunday, and uh, I'm gonna make sure I find your. Because you the person I want to see. You go. And you know what? I'm going to call the pastor right now and ask him. Because I don't believe my check bounced. You full of Well, let me say this before you call pastor. I no, got no, I'm going to call pastor. No, you should have talked with pastor before you call me with this information. I got one more thing I need what to say to you. You ain't got nothing to say to me. You done upset me with this I talking about I bounced a check. You should have went to pastor before you called me with this I told pastor when I get. But I got one more thing to say before I leave. Is you listening? What what do you got to say to me? What do you have to say now that you gonna pay the check? This 
That's his nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> Baby, this is... What did is, you say? <laughs> what did you say? I say this is nephew Tommy, baby, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend has pranked you. I'm going to beat that <laughs> She just left here flying out the door in a hurry. No, she didn't. I'm going to that <laughs> Let me ask you one more thing, though, baby. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> That's it right there. Basketball Tell a check checks. for the church. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Throwback tell a check. <laughs> don't give the Lord hey, I don't, a bad I don't think check, I, I don't think I did it yesterday. Right. Let me make sure I thank everybody that came out and hung out with me in uh, Birmingham, Alabama at the Star Dome. To my man Bruce, thank you, thank you, thank you, sir. We had a good weekend. And uh, see you in another couple years, I guess. But thank oh. you, Ham. I'm Ham. <laughs> Magic City right. Classic. Thank you, nephew. Coming up next, it is Ask the CLO with our Chief Love Officer. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, Steve. Okay, first there was Carl Lewis, okay, mm -hmm. singing the national anthem. Now, and this is still trending, we have Flavor Flav's viral national anthem Stop. performance at the Stop. Milwaukee Bucks game. Not, I kid you not. We'll hear it in just a few. Kim Kardashian Skims that. becomes the official underwear partner of the NBA and WNBA. Plus, we'll talk about Halloween costumes. That's all coming up. But right now, it is time to ask the CLO, our chief love officer, Steve Harvey, in the building and ready for you, Renee in Poughkeepsie. Uh, Renee writes, I'm 44 years old and I've been doing online dating, sometimes having two dates a night. My 18-year-old son said I'm doing too much, but I want to be married by the age 50. Is it bad to be open with my son about my dating experiences? Absolutely it is. He just told me you're doing too much. Mm -hmm. You're embarrassing. Mm. To her son. You're embarrassing. <laughs> and I want to be married by 50. So... Do you know what the Bible says? The Bible says when a man findeth a wife, he findeth a good thing. You ain't ever seen a woman go out to get a husband and came back with one. That wouldn't be a good thing. I've yet to meet a woman that says, I'm going out here and find me a husband and went out there and found it. I, I ain't met her yet. So until you might want to be married by the time you're 50. That's cool. But if the man don't, Guess what? You ain't getting married. Not to him. So. But she's just doing online dating. I mean, she's got to put herself out there so they can't find her. I ain't right? got no problem with that. You're okay. absolutely correct. All right. But the problem is sharing this information with your son. With your your son, son 18. Yeah. He got mm -hmm. feeling. He watching all you go out with all these men. He know what's up. He 18. Mm -hmm. He know what he want. Mm -hmm. Mama, go sit your ass down somewhere. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on to Marlon and Helena. Uh, Marlon says, I have three small dogs and my girlfriend wants a dog for Christmas. I told her we don't need another one, uh, another dog, and she called me selfish. Should I buy her a dog and postpone us moving in together because I'm not living with four dogs? What should I do? 
Wait a minute. Who has three dogs? <laughs> he already has three. He the lady that one, wrote the letter what, has three? Uh-huh. What's one more? Yeah. So now her friend wants one dog. The man no, has she, three dogs. She right? wants yeah, one okay. dog. He has okay. three. She wants one. Okay. That'll make four, yeah. He has three dogs. Mm-hmm. Who wrote the letter? I'm confused. He did. He did. Oh, the guy wrote the, the letter. He got uh-huh. three dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, his girlfriend to move in with him. She want one dog. Well, she, yeah, they don't move together yet. They haven't moved. She together wants to yet. move in, but she wants about she wants one dog. Mm-hmm. Then he said he ain't living with four dogs. Right. Well, so yeah, stay with do? three. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? One more. <laughs> you got three dogs. You get the chick, and the chick come with a dog, bro. You finna have four dogs or no chick. Now, what you want to do? That's a lot of dogs. <laughs> I understand that. that. Yes, it lot. is. Small. Yes, it is. But he ain't living with four dogs. Okay. Mm-hmm. He's just well, you ain't going to be living with four dogs or the chick. <laughs> Some people just Hell want dog. three kids. They don't want four no, kids. No, but dogs. See, but you can have dogs, but she can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See that? See how that don't sound mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that right. don't sit well. Come on, Marlon. Bro, let the girl have a dog. Mm-hmm. You love them. Yeah. <laughs> no, one of them dogs gonna die. You'll be you dying. You know what? I knew it. I knew he could well, just uh, let it go. You I just took a dog out. No, dogs die like people die. And they I die know. quicker, too. Just I, get her the dog, and yeah. one of the dogs is gonna pass. You, you can say pass. No, run out of time. Thank you for your interest. He can pay. Big dog snatch a little dog. Next thing you know, he ain't breathing no more. It's three little dogs. Okay, do she want a big dog or she want another little dog? She just wants a dog. She just wants a dog. Stop saying the dog's going to die. No, just get the damn dog. Just get the damn dog, dog, and quit worrying about it. You're going to have four dogs. All right, moving on. Just moving on to <laughs> Jewel in Orlando. What is your old ass got three little dogs for? In there? What is you doing with them three little ass dogs? <laughs> you know those real big guys always had those little bitty dogs. I don't know it what that not is. not look but... right. <laughs> <laughs> we, we moved on to Jewel in Orlando. Jewel says, my husband and I got... Uh, on the back seat of his car, and it was uh, got caught on the back seat of his car, and it was a security guard, not a cop. He asked for our IDs, and I showed him mine, but my husband refused. Uh, he sped off, and the security guard still has my ID. What's going to happen? What did you give him give your him ID your I- for? Uh-huh. He a security guard. <laughs> you gotta go. To not a cop. You your- she said a- it. Not a cop. No, I ain't got security guards don't get nothing from me. None. <laughs> he got a flashlight. No, that's all he got. He know his role. What are y'all doing in there? Back there. Hey, hey. Back there. hey what's going on over there? On. He got yeah. no authority. He can't arrest nobody. He can't cuff me. He ain't got no taser. He ain't got uh-huh. no gun. Mm-hmm. Bro, what do you want? Get your ass away from my car. <laughs> She better cancel everything and get some new you ID stupid. now. Just sit up here yeah. and gave a security guard your job. Yes, your address. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes, this is terrible. She sounds like she panicked. Huh? She panicked? Yeah. 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 So what's going to happen? What's going to happen? That's what she wants to know. He, he wants her to come down there in the daylight, identify herself. So he can uh-huh. Come down there. 
That's all this. I'm the naked lady you saw last night. Give me my damn life. I have my job. What's your address? I know you was all in that back seat. You want a room? All right. Last one. Last one, CLO. Chanel in Dalton says. I'm a 29-year-old gospel singer, and I booked a gig at a local lounge, so I put uh, flyers on my cars at church, flyers on the cars at my church. A few of the members wrote notes on the back of my flyer and put it on my windshield to tell me that singing at a nightclub is unchristian-like. I'm doing it for the extra money. Is it wrong to sing at a nightclub? Well, if you're a gospel singer and you're singing... Uh, down at the club, you know, technically they're going to say it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But church don't pay. Mm-hmm. Church yeah, don't she pay. needs the extra they money, are. she says. They always want you to bless them. But why did you advertise at the church, though? <laughs> she How wanted them to come. Yeah. Ain't nobody yeah, but coming. They, now they all passing judgment and notes, mm-hmm. singing at the... Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. unchristian-like. Yeah. But all of them do unchristian-like stuff. You just, they all just go to went out now on your day off. Like, I think that Christians, this is just my belief, you don't have to share this. I think the Christians should have days off. Mm. <laughs> From being a Christian? Yep. <laughs> so crazy. Yep. <laughs> so, sing some right. Johnny Taylor. Because it's work. Off. It's work. All so right. You need Thank time you. off from your job. I, I got to take time off from being a teacher. It is not easy. You got that right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you, CLO. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Well, Public Enemy's hip-hop legend Flavor Flav... Uh, who is 64 years old, by the way. Get this, Steve. Saying the national anthem at the Milwaukee Bucks versus Atlanta Hawks game this past Saturday night. The moment went viral. Take a listen. Here's what. Gabe Bruce. 
I got to see the video. I got, oh, yeah. I got the boys it. breathing. Uh, it's the breathing whoa. that was getting it for me. It was painful. <laughs> <laughs> he did that, though. And then, <laughs> better. He didn't, and then when he said, uh, what was, why did he open it? Tudor. He said, Tudor, yeah. Tudor. Instead of. <laughs> or the. Here's a question though, who's better? To the dawn's to the dawn's early life. But you know what the reason they let him do it because Flavor was really, really trying. Yeah, he was into it too. But can anybody send me the video, please? I think he was better than Carl Lewis though. Oh yes he was. Yes, he was. Oh, His yes, he was. was better than oh, Carl. Junior, Junior. He was nah. way better than Carl. Way nah. better. Carl, Carl Lewis. Do we have it? Carl Lewis. Hold on. Y'all hold on. Let me get it Carl. back. I'm going to get it back I'll right now. It. Let me get it back. Carl. Yeah. 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 Hold on. No, you're talking about, see, Junior, you, you're talking about Carl Lewis's version was better in terms of comedy. That's what you mean. Yeah. Oh, is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, that's what y'all. Okay. I, no. See, I had to follow Junior. That, that you know, <laughs> and plus that girl that called in on Junior's behalf, she don't be understanding Junior sometimes. Like I. Yeah. yeah. You been, hey man, you better stop. Because he didn't reverse order the joke. You know, mm-hmm. you do that when you're young. Sometimes yeah. he reverse ordered the joke. Yeah. And and you know that um, singing the national anthem for Flavor Flav was on his bucket list. He wanted to do that, so he said it was fun. He said it was a long-time bucket list item, and it was fun because, you know, the uh, the uh, social media, what, the reaction was mixed on social media. So he I said, whatever, his, I did it. It was fun. No, oh, I the players? The, so he had on this. Oh, yeah, the players. I saw the players. <laughs> I want to see the players that's waiting. <laughs> Wait, he uh, had on this Milwaukee's Bucks jersey, and some uh-huh. of the players standing on the floor <laughs> With the head down. Oh, say can you see and the rockets? Oh, this is Carl. Carl Lewis. Uh oh. I'll make up for it now. Oh, the land of the free. Yeah, Carl no, was worse. See, you don't understand, man. Yeah. Carl Lewis worse. I saw it. The basketball players, man. Man, uh-huh. let me tell you something. 
Come on. I was right there with them. We was hollering. <laughs> Except I didn't have no towel like the players had to put in their mouth. <laughs> okay, you I was talking about for the Carl Lewis's go. version. For the Carl Lewis. Oh, I was oh, letting okay. it go. Oh. That's the greatest national anthem I've ever heard. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> because oh, when, you, when you talk about one of the greatest sprinters of all time. Oh, for real. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. I mean, after, after Usain Bolt, the mm. greatest sprinter is Carl Lewis. Now, I've never seen anybody run prettier than Carl Lewis. Mm -hmm. His stride, he's got the prettiest stride I've ever Mm -hmm. seen on a human being running track. I never seen nobody look prettier than him running. Well, Well, let's give it up to Flav. Flav or Flav. I just need the video, please. Yeah. Did he have a clock on too, Carl? Yeah. yeah, smaller. He's he's rocking something smaller now. Dark glasses. He looks like he got just old like now. Clean that heavy ass clock. <laughs> he's sixty four. He's sixty four. All right. In other entertainment news, uh, speaking of the NBA, many of the country's best basketball players will now wear skims under their jerseys. The shapewear company, co-founded by Kim Kardashian, is now get this guys the official underwear of the NBA, the WNBA, and USA basketball. Kim announced her partnership on social media by posting a photo of her holding a basketball with the caption, introducing the Skims and NBA partnership. Kim was uh, also released a statement saying, quote, I am incredibly proud of Skims partnership with the NBA as it is a reflection of Skims growing influence on culture. Together, Skims and the NBA will connect people of all backgrounds through fashion, sports, and talent. And I look forward to seeing the partnership thrive. So congratulations to her. Yeah. She's She's been criticized for not having any talent, but uh, she's got something going on. You got something. She's real. All right. She is smart. Yes, she is. Coming up at 20 minutes after the hour. uh Uh-oh, it's Halloween. And guess what that means? Junior has a Halloween poem coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Steve. Happy Halloween. Hey, hey, hey. hey. Come on. Not the latest. No more. It's a special day. Yeah. Special poem. Junior, Junior yeah. got a poem. They don't need to drag this out now. Well, you know, I, 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 you know what? I got no, it. No. It's Halloween. No, no, no. I know you got it for us. I just don't nobody want it though. <laughs> <laughs> we want it, Junior. Yeah. Come on. Hey, see, you don't believe right now. Let me tell you something. I found out something about Halloween. Didn't nobody know? It's gonna be cold tonight. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh yeah. so now this poem is called a Halloween poem, but it's cold. Here we go. Halloween is here, but it's cold outside. And you talking about eating candy with your mouth wide. Who the hell is coming out with it possibly an Arctic blast? Not me. Not my arthritis, but my old ass. <laughs> I wouldn't take my kids trick or treating. Y'all talking about taking candy from a stranger. Have y'all ever heard about stranger danger? We're on the street. Even the ghosts have been talking. They said they ain't coming out because this hawk is hawking. So break so break to your kids. They ain't gonna be trick or treat. You get an old costume and some Christmas candy from last year, and that'll be all you're gonna be eating. The end. Boo. Scared <laughs> y'all. Yeah, yeah, that what? that's gonna hell out the kids. What? Right, right, right. Hey! Woo! Boy! 
See, y'all try to trick or treat. Ain't nobody think about the weather. I did. This boy <laughs> never used the word Arctic in his what? life. Arctic <laughs> blast? Ever. You ain't never heard Arctic blast in the poem. Put it in there. I did that. You're Man, so, so creative, Junior. First of all, I want to thank my mama. <laughs> you were thanking your mama? <laughs> for the, the talent you gave me. For what? For the for talent you gave me. Yeah. For the talent she gave me. So you think that was skill right there, though? Duh, duh. Have you ever heard Arctic Blast in the poem? No, but I like in First the middle one. where it just didn't try to rhyme at all. Because that's the next level of poetry. You I ain't like got to rhyme everything. Uh, you can't end. rhyme everything. But this, but I said, no, you, no, 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 Shirley. At the end, I said, boo. Yeah, I know. I was going to say that. What? Yeah, I liked it at what? the end when you said the end. I didn't boo. put that boo in there. Boy, y'all be uh -huh. scared. <laughs> oh. You're oh. proud of yourself, Junior, huh? <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's going to be 48 tonight for everybody trick-or-treating. And I, th I thought about the weather. Can you imagine being a ghost and it's 48 degrees? You'll be scared. Well, when you talk to some ghosts, man. I don't think you got nothing to do with that ghost. His whole poem is about that sickle cell. That's what that is. Oh, the artsy right? Oh. Yeah, that, that's what his ass was about this 48 degrees. Well, you know what, Uncle? No I ain't going to lie, Uncle, right? I can't yeah. go out there. Not wow. Junior. You can't if I was you right tonight, now, I have so yeah. much thermal draws on right now. <laughs> yeah. But did you hear what I said? The hawk gonna be hawking, boy. Hawk gonna be hawking. Yeah. yeah, I heard yeah. you. I heard you. Yeah, All right, I killed that. <laughs> All right, thank happy you, Halloween, Junior. everybody. Yeah, boom. Uh, uh, mm. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we're gonna check Steve's voicemail at 877-29 Steve. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now to check Steve's voicemail. If you'd like to leave a message for Steve, you can call him yourself at 877-29-STEVE. 877-29-STEVE. You might just hear your call on the air. Are you ready, Steve? Yeah. All right, remember last week we received a voicemail from a man who said that after ending a relationship with his ex, she seems like she's getting blessed all the time. You gave him advice about envy. Well, this caller disagrees with your view. Take a listen. You know, uh, this message is for Steve Harvey himself, and I really hope that it gets to Steve. Uh, man, listen, I've been watching you for a long time on TV, listening to you on the radio for a while, and I really like you, man. But uh, And I never thought that I would be calling into a radio station, but I had to, man, because I heard you make a statement on the radio that when two people are together and they break up, and one of them is doing very well, um, that it, it's probably uh, because they're not with the person that they broke up with. And that, uh, in essence, it might be the person's fault or the other person's fault because perhaps they were blocking their blessing. Well, man, I beg to differ with that, man, because how about if that person uh, cheated on the person? How about if they were just totally unfaithful, disrespectful? Um, how about that? You know what I mean? Uh, how could, and how's the other person blocking a blessing at that point? Okay? And just because a person breaks up with someone and, and one does very well, there's no indication that they've been blessed. You know what I mean? It's just that they haven't received the karma that they got coming yet. Okay? That's exactly what it is. Okay? Because the Bible says, and I hear you talk about God a lot, but the Bible says to be not deceived, that God is not mocked whatsoever man soweth. That shall he also reap. So in other words, in layman's term, he's talking about karma. What goes around comes around, okay? And I feel very bad that you would make a statement like that, you know what I mean, to make a person that's probably already feeling bad feel even worse. Uh, maybe feeling like they are the problem, like they, uh, like they caused, it, caused the breakup when they probably did not. 
You know, man, and um, I just it just made me feel really upset and angry that you would make a statement like that. I was really surprised to hear that from you, man. You know, so whether you put this on the radio or not, you know, I just wanted you to hear it. You know what I mean? Take care of yourself, man. Well, let me say this, bro. Uh, What you're saying all could be true. The problem that I have with your statement is this phone call wasn't about anybody cheating. No one mentioned cheating in the phone call at all. The guy was simply saying, does how does he rationalize in his mind that after he's broken up with someone that they're doing really, really well now? Well, and my statement was maybe the two of you weren't supposed to be together and maybe you were the cause why she wasn't doing it. And I stand by that, but bro, nobody in the letter mentioned any infidelity, anybody cheating, nobody mentioned. And then for you to use the scripture talking about Maybe karma ain't caught up with him yet. You know, y'all kill me with that one, man. Y'all need to slow down a little bit. God's ways is as high above the earth as the heavens. Our ways are not like his. You, we as people don't have the right to call out karma based on how you think God deals with a situation. I'm, I'm very leery when people use karma. Karma ain't caught up with him yet. How do you know? What timing God is using or what method he's using to get a person to learn a lesson. I've had a lot of people tell me that something that happens to be now is cause of karma for something I did when I was 27. Do you know I just recently heard that? You mean to tell me that it took God 39 years to teach me a lesson? So I'm just, I'm just leery when people do that. And you're right about the scripture. That's what the scripture says. But you all don't know when to apply karma. And we as Christians and people need to stop doing that. That's karma. Y'all don't know what karma is. You don't know how God working this thing out. You Every time something bad happened to somebody, somebody think it's karma for something they did in the past. No, sometimes it's just your turn. It's called life. You just finna get one today. This the card you got. You ain't do nothing to deserve it. Life ain't fair all the time. Sometimes you get done dirty and you didn't really do nothing. That ain't karma. But if you're looking at it from the outside, you calling it karma. That's karma for what you did back. Yeah, no, bro, that ain't what that is. So I agree with you to what you said, bro. I do agree with what you said if there was infidelity involved. But in the phone call, there wasn't no infidelity involved. So I stand by what I said, you know. All right. Coming up next, it is a nephew and today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at about four minutes after the hour, it's my strawberry letter for today. And the subject is, am I nagging or is this a cover up? Hmm. Mm. Mm. We'll look into that. Check it out. Find out what that's all about in just a few. Because right now it is time for the nephew and today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? If you can't talk straight at the barbershop, <laughs> then where can you talk straight? <laughs> This right here is the barbershop. The barbershop. All right. Drop a little something, something. Matter of fact, big ups to all the barbers out there across the land. All you barbers putting them nice fresh lines on, baby. Much love to you. Okay. Mm. This is the barbershop. Let's go, cat dog. Uh, Brady, how you doing, man? My name my name is Dennis, man. I got a haircut from you a couple weeks ago. Yeah, what's up, Dennis? What's up for you, brother? Hey, listen, um, I wanted to get an appointment with you, man. Uh, like I said, I was there a couple weeks ago, man. My first time getting a haircut from you. Did a real, real good job. So I want to say thank you for that. All right. Now, 
Not a problem. Not a problem. Okay. Do Do you have any um in, in, any time uh, available on Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Uh, yeah. You can come up there Thursday. That'd be fine. What's 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 your name again, bro? Uh, Dennis. Man, Dennis. Okay, Dennis. Well, I, I can get you in, Dennis, about about three o'clock, man. Something of that nature. I mean, you know, I know I'm gonna work out appointments. You know. Come okay. Three. three o'clock. You'll be there. Yeah, yeah, I'll be there right through. Okay. Hey, I, I, I got a little bit of situation, though, man, that happened last time I was there. I kind of wanted to talk to you about it, man, because it, it kind of caught me off guard. So I, I, I wanted to holler at you, man, and see if we could rectify the problem before I came back up there. What, what happened? What, somebody disrespect you or something? I mean, what, what was the deal? Well, what, um, it, it really wasn't somebody, man. It, it was, it was, it was, it was actually you. Me? Well, I mean, what's the, what happened? Here's the deal, man. When you was cutting my hair, when it when it was time to turn the the, the chair, you you didn't turn the chair with, with 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 your hand, man. See, Brady, man, you you turned the chair with your with your private part. Oh, come on, bro. Say, Dennis. I mean, Dennis. I'm a professional, man. I've been doing this 15 years, bro. Right, right. I don't think it's anything uh, deliberate, man. I think you just do it unconsciously, man. Because you know you be leaning over on the chair cutting. And I think you don't realize, you know, you be turning the chair with your private part instead of doing it with your hand, man. And see, my hand got caught out there, and I saw it out the corner of my eyes. I saw your private part coming towards my hand. I moved it just in time. You understand? No, bro. Now, now see, Dennis, I'm not understanding something, bro, because I don't, I don't, we don't operate like that around here, because, you know, I, I don't make mistakes like that, bro. I mean, you know, I don't know. You, you sure you're talking to the right person, man? Yeah, I mean, ain't you the third chair on the right when you walk in the door? Yeah, that, that is correct. Okay, that's what I'm talking about, man. And you cut me two weeks ago, and like I said, I really like my haircut, so I wanted to call back and rectify this problem. But, you know, you're going to have to turn the chair with your hand and not your private part. If not, we're going to have a problem. Okay, bro. Now, I, I, I feel you, and I understand your, your complaint and everything. I mean, I, I'm not understanding what you're saying, but... I don't do that, you know, but I mean, we, we, we'll be glad to, you know what I'm saying, give you another cut or whatever, you understand, man, you know, but but I, I don't move nobody, you know, around with my private, man, you know, that's just not me, you know? Okay, I understand what you're saying, but I want you to hear what I'm saying. If you put your private on there at all, when I come in there Thursday, then I promise you I'm going to jump up and we're going to have a problem. Well, 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 well see, now, 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 right there. Dennis, I, I'm not, I'm not feeling that jump up having a problem because you know you, you don't really know me like that, bro. You know, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to be professional here and, and solve your little issues that you got, you understand me? But, but all this jumping up and, and stuff you talking about doing, I, I don't know about hey, that stuff. I'm trying to come in and get a nice haircut and walk out with a nice haircut. What I don't want to well, do well, is come down there, you lean over, put your private part where I got my arms and my hands at, and I got whooped. Now that's what hey, I don't. See, 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 careful now. Nah, you, you starting to, you touching me wrong. Talking about you talking about. I'm okay. touching you wrong. You touched me wrong two weeks ago when you put your private on my hand, man. Thank you, folks. I ain't nobody touch you like that. Tell you feel me? Say what? I don't know who the hell you think you're talking to, man. You know we don't run right over here. Hey, dog, all I'm trying to say is a brother trying to come in and get his hair cut and walk out feeling like a man. And not walk out feeling violated, man, because you didn't turn the chair with your private part all up against my hand and my elbow and stuff, man. Hey, hey, hold up, hold up, boy. You know what I'm saying? I don't remember you like that. I'm a grown man, <laughs> saying, bro. You know, I, I, I tried to talk to you. You feel me? But now you don't rub me wrong. Ain't no crying here. You understand me? Well, ain't no flying there. Then keep it off my hand, hey, then. Say, say, hold up. Let me tell you something. Say, man, we don't play that 
over here. You bring your stupid over here. I'm going to tell you right now, you get packed up by this You understand me? Hey, hey, no, we don't play no pop over here. This, is, this ain't a salon. It's a barbershop. It's real I hear what you're saying, but let me explain something. You quit using your hips and your private section like a pinball machine. I'm gonna tell you right now, I will push up on your. You come up with that. You understand me? Hey, dude, I'm just trying to come and get a haircut. I'm trying to get a haircut and walk out of there like a man, feeling like a man. You want to know what my real name is? That's what's up. Do, That's what's up, baby. Okay, then you might want you want you want to know what name gonna be on the shirt. I want to know what gonna be on the shirt. All right, then the name on the shirt is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, it's the Harvey Morning Show, man. <laughs> 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 so you can't, you know, when you go to the barber, you can't be trying to move that chair with your, you know, with your midsection. That ain't that ain't good when somebody's Ew. sitting there. You know? yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. What's wrong with yeah, your hands? You yeah, when you when you bump Swap that chair, chair with your around. midsection, yeah, customers uh -huh. don't like that. Yeah, no. use your hand and turn the chair, but don't be using your midsection. But why don't they use the their hand? Got the clippers in their hands? Why? Um. I don't know what they got in here, but they need to put them down clippers down if you want to turn this chair. But you don't need to turn the chair <laughs> with your midsection, dog. Okay, don't put your midsection on this chair and be bumping it, and that's how you move things around. No, that ain't doing. Pick that, cause I'm on the show. Here we go. Uh, 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 about, you know why you doing? Time to jump in here. Yeah. You ready to go yeah. to the ball? Yeah, we yeah. talking about haircuts. Yeah, we talking about haircuts. <laughs> we doing? Yeah, exactly what we talking about. See, once yeah. again, my zoom didn't cut off, but my but my <laughs> headset is working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Come tell you, yeah. I want my zoom to come back on right now. I'm trying to get in, Dave. Okay. <laughs> see, so I ain't got no hair, so the prank day is. Well, but see, he didn't say in. that though. No, no, I, no, I know, know what y'all doing. But it's a good thing you coming to the realization though. See, y'all yeah. gonna make her call in here again. What y'all gonna do? Well, let her call oh, in here. Ain't nobody scared of that see, lady. See, <laughs> see, see. Let me say this. Syracuse, New York. I will be there uh, November 10th and 11th. Syracuse, New York. And then Virginia Beach, November 17th and 18th. Both of them are the funny bone. Tickets on sale right now. Now, back to that hairline. What you saying, Junior? Yeah, I, I heard you. Yeah, Junior, is it the fact that you're probably not gonna not gonna get to go to the barbershop no more? Is it that? Uh -uh, see, no more. Right there. See. He's done. See. When he go down there now, it ain't long, Tommy. 
Junior, <laughs> what's up? There you. you go. She'll call Have you. a good day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Coming up next, strawberry letter for today. The subject is, am I nagging or is this a cover-up? We'll get into that. Find out what that's all about. As soon as they pin the cape on Junior, they dust him off. (laughs) (laughs) Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Well, happy Halloween, everyone. Just a reminder to stay safe out there tonight. Watch out for the little trick-or-treaters, okay? Yeah. Um, Yeah, you know, it's going to be a fun Mm -hmm. night. We want it to be a fun night for the children. Yeah, Shirley, real quick before you start. Junior, Uh are you dressing up as a barber for Halloween? (laughs) I just wanted to add. No more than you a Keebler elf. (laughs) 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 Any more questions, nephew? <laughs> Any more questions? <laughs> so, Tommy's gonna come out of trees as he go down the street. I like those fudge cookies, but you know the ones with the chocolate, the chocolate stripes. Quit <laughs> asking me. I quit, I quit asking you. We just stop talking. <laughs> I am <laughs> okay, it is time now for today's strawberry letter. If you need advice, guys, on relationships, hey, we ought to all go out trick or treating together. <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show. I'm gonna have green makeup on, and I'm gonna, I ain't gonna have on no shirt, and I'm gonna have on a pair of cut off pants that's tatted at the bottom. But I'm gonna have on dark green makeup. We're gonna go out as a barber. A Keebler elf in the Jolly Green Jacket. <laughs> I love it. And I'm gonna have a, a can of can can of corn round my neck. Uh, that's my chain. <laughs> All right, write us if you need advice. Submit your strawberry letter to Steve Harvey FM and click submit strawberry letter. Um, all right, you know it could be your letter that we're reading today. So write us. You never know. Hey, you never know. Buckle up. Do the strawberry letter show. Yes, of course. I remember one time this lady embarrassed me so bad. I had a little Casper mask on one time. That's my trick or treat outfit. And I walked up on the doorbell. Uh-huh. That lady said, 
Your big ass lips is sticking through that hole, my <laughs> Strawberry letter. (laughs) Wow, I'm supposed to follow that that one. That That crushed you? Yeah. (laughs) My lips was all out there, Casper. Casper, little white Casper had big ass lips, though. (laughs) All right, here we go. Subject. Am I nagging or is this a cover-up? Dear Stephen Shirley, my husband works as a tech leader at his company and he sometimes takes his friend Satchel to work. Last week, there was an off-site meeting and he said he took Satchel and Quinn, one of his other co-workers, to the meeting with him. I assumed Quinn was a man because he didn't specify that Quinn is a woman. I used my husband's car Sunday for church and my daughter and I stopped by the supermarket after church. I put the groceries in the trunk and saw a tiny pair of women's tennis shoes stuck down in his trunk organizer. I went home and put the shoes on top of his work bag. He walked by them a few times that day and finally after we had dinner I heard him sigh really loud as he left the kitchen. He walked up to me with the shoes in his hand and asked why I was going through his trunk. I asked him whose shoes those were. He said they belonged to Quinn. I asked him to tell me once again who Quinn is. He said Quinn is the intern, is his intern, and she goes to the gym with him after work, so he insisted that she leave her shoes in the trunk. He said it as if I was irritating him, and it felt like he was defending Quinn. I asked him to show me a picture of Quinn, or better yet, tell me her last name so I can find her on IG or Facebook. He said that Quinn is her last name. He will not tell me this woman's full name. I told him that I would appreciate it if he returned her shoes to her and stopped driving her to work and the gym. He said this is why he doesn't share anything with me. He said I nag him uh, high and uh, jumped. I nag him and jump to conclusions. Is this a fact, or did he tell me that to throw me off? Is Quinn more than just a co-worker? Well, he sure is protective over little Quinn now, isn't he? Uh, you were well within your rights as a wife to ask questions about the shoes and whatever else you wanted to ask him about. What's the big deal? There was nothing suspicious going on uh, between him and Quinn. Why wasn't he up front with you when you asked? What was there to hide? First of all, her shoes should not have been in your husband's car. What's what's a wife to think? Uh, he didn't tell you Quinn was a woman. He didn't tell you she was his intern. Uh, he had you thinking Quinn was a man until you found her tiny little shoes in the trunk. Uh, he didn't tell you that they went to the gym together after work, and he wouldn't even tell you her full name. What's he hiding? He even accused you of snooping through his trunk. His actions are very suspect, and, and he's very stingy with information, and he gets mad if you ask him questions. Please don't let him flip it on you, because that's what he's doing. He's acting like you're the problem. Every man knows that the word nagging is a trigger for women. That's what they say when they don't want to answer their wife's questions when they get busted. Oh, stop nagging me. Stop nagging me. All of that. Uh-uh. This is not going to work here. Don't let it work here. Steve? Am I nagging or is this a cover-up? Right off the dribble, you want me to tell you what I think? Yeah. I think it's both. Of course you I think it's both. 
We only got a short time, so I can't get into it. But here's the part that threw me. He's a tech lead at the company, and he sometimes takes his friend Satchel to work. How old is Satchel? <laughs> I knew it. Oh, I knew you were good. How old is Satchel? Focus on Satchel. <laughs> Man. Damn. <laughs> I'm 66, and I ain't got no friends named Satchel. <laughs> How old is Satchel? And your other friend named Quinn. Good Lord of my. Ooh, that was my only question. When we come back, I'll get into what the real deal is with this letter. But once again, the question I'm closing with is, how old is Satchel? <laughs> All right. Hang on, Steve. We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. The subject of today's strawberry letter, am I nagging or is this a cover-up? We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter. The subject is, am I nagging or is this a cover-up? All right, so the first half, we didn't have a chance to go over the letter at all because we got stuck at the beginning because her husband works as a tech leader at the company and he sometimes takes his friend Satchel to work. And we got stuck right there because the question all I had was, how old is Satchel? Oh, Lord, have mercy. Satchel. Satchel and Rufus. <laughs> Satchel, Rufus, and Odetta. Yeah. Anyway, last week there was an off-site meeting, and he said that he took Satchel and Quinn, uh, one of his other co-workers, to the meeting with him. Now, you assume Quinn was a man because he didn't specify that Quinn is a woman. I used my husband's car Sunday to go to church with my daughter, and I stopped by the supermarket after church. I put the groceries in the trunk, and I saw a tiny pair of women's tennis shoes stuck down in the trunk organizer. I went home, put the shoes on top of his work bag. He walked by them a few times that day, and finally, after we had dinner, I heard him sigh really loudly as he left the kitchen. (sighs) He walked up to me with the shoes in his hand and asked why I was going through his trunk. Now, let me give you... When he walked, you said earlier, he walked by them a few times. He saw him. He saw him every time he walked by him. Oh, yeah. But he was buying some time. He needed to come up with a way to react after he act like he finally saw him. You saw them little ass girl tennis shoes on top of that bag the first day. There's no way he didn't. He walked past him a few times. Then finally, after dinner, I don't know how he ate. Because I can't even swallow food <laughs> if I know this girl. I can't even swallow if I know this woman's <laughs> shoes is in this house. Oh, God. So anyway, he said, <sighs> why are you going through my trunk? I asked him whose shoes they were. He said they belonged to Quinn. I asked him to tell me once again who Quinn is. He said Quinn is his intern, and she go to the gym with him after work. So he insisted she leave her shoes in the trunk. Boy, that's dumb. That is so damn dumb, dog. You insist that you leave your shoes in the trunk. Damn, dog, you stupid. You ain't run this by Satchel. Because <laughs> I, I promise you, Satchel would have told you. Well, now look at here, now. 
No, you gon' leave them shoes down at that damn trunk like that. That she liable to come by that one time. He just not shoes talk like on the way to church or something like that. Then you gonna have your hands wound. Stop that. Satchel talk with his bottom lip. Harley don't even move like this here. Y'all gonna sit up there like you don't know that girl go out of that car and see them shoes in there like that. And then you ain't gonna be able to, you ain't gonna be able to slay nothing, nobody. I can Damn, Satchel, your move, use your bottom lip so you can sound better. I ain't got to sound better. Hell, my name's Satchel. <laughs> anyway, he insisted that she leave the shoes in the trunk. He said if, if I was, he said, he said it as if I was irritating him. I asked her to leave, just leave the shoes in the trunk. We go there every day. Oh, now you irritating him. And I felt like he was defending Quinn. I asked him to show me a picture, Quinn, or better yet, tell me her last name so I can find her on IG or Facebook. He said Quinn is her last name. He will not tell me this woman's full name. Hell no, he can't. <laughs> See, let's go over the stuff he can't tell you. He can't tell you Quinn is a woman. He can't tell you Quinn go to the gym. He can't tell you them shoes is in the trunk. He damn sure can't let you find her on IG. Ooh, cause she young. She on IG. I told him that I would appreciate if he returned her shoes to her and stopped driving her to work and to the gym. He said, see right here, that's why I don't tell you nothing. Let's see, that's right here. See, he said, this is why he don't share anything with me. He said, I nag him and jump to conclusions. Is this a fact or did he tell me that to throw me off? Is Quinn more than just a co-worker? Well, I don't know if me and Quinn is more than a co-worker. Nothing says that right now. It does say that he's stupid for having Quinn's shoes in the car, but nothing in here says they have an affair or anything like that. Is your husband stupid? Eh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And what did he do that was stupid? Put them damn shoes in that car. Now, Queen can't bring her own damn shoes. I don't know why not. That's the dumbest thing he did. Now, Shirley made a statement earlier that I want to address. That mm-hmm. men accuse you of nagging when they don't want to answer the question. That's not true. Mm-hmm. Nagging comes from men. It's a term that men created for women, and it's called nagging. And we created the term nagging because nagging to us is your tone, and your timing. The wrong tone and the wrong timing, and that's what we call nagging. You can ask us anything. Who is Quinn? He said he was an intern. Once again, who is Quinn? I just told your ass she's an intern. Oh. What's her first name? She ain't got no first name. Her name Quinn. What's her IG? Her name Quinn. Tell me her first name. Uh... You're going anyway. to go down to the job and see Quinn. But I'm going to tell you something now. Quinn, fine. Post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook. And check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on the free iHeartRadio app. Free never sounded so good. Download it today. Coming up at 46 minutes after the hour at Sports Talk with Junior right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here now with Sports Talk. Junior, what you got? All right, Unc, over the UAE, man. Tyson Fury had a fight this weekend, man, with friends. Did you see the fight, Unc? It wasn't in the UAE. It was in Saudi. It's in Saudi? Yeah. Okay. So, but, Unc, 
I think Tyson lost the fight. Well, how did, how does how he win? Well, he won because uh, you know, I think he scored more. But you know, it wasn't for the belt or a title or anything no. like that. You know, it was a celebrity boxing. It was just a boxing match. It's gone to that huh? now. Hmm. A lot of money though, right? Yeah, a lot of money, man. Yeah, that kind of money. I I fight anybody. <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? What? Huh? What you mean? Dog, I do a celebrity boxing match. I I I I beat uh Michael Blackson's ass. <laughs> <laughs> he in there talking about fighting Cat Williams and all them people. Right. Beat yeah. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. 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 So so does that mean that he keeps the belt? No problem. Rematch no. anything like that. Yeah, but I think for Francis Ngannio, it's a huge deal because he proved that he can hang with the greatest heavyweight in the world right now. And this guy was an MMA fighter, and I think the work that he did with Tyson really helped him out, and the guy was impressive, man. I watched the whole fight. It was impressive. So that type of money, how much money was really on the line for that fight, for Tyson Fury? Well, it's a guaranteed purse. It wasn't about who won or nothing. The rumor has it. I heard two rumors that Tyson Fury got seventy million and Francis Ngannou got fifty million. But then I heard Tyson got fifty million and Francis got ten million. Oh, but Francis will fight you for ten oh, yeah. million. Yeah, yeah. I, I fight somebody for ten million. Yeah, yeah. I fight both of them together. Yeah, I fight I you fight and Tommy at the same time for ten million. <laughs> yeah. I fight you and Tommy for one million and win for yeah. one. Million. <laughs> I don't know about all that now. Well, I don't care, but we're going to damn sure try. We're going to find I mean, out. I, can, I probably can't whip both of y'all, but, but if they say one million to fight them, five million if you win, y'all yeah. finna see something. Yeah. Y'all need to be there for that. Uh, when we finish, we're going to look like we was in a fight, though. We ain't going to look like oh, we dog, just went. Dog, you gonna know, first thing I'm going to do to get that five million, Yeah. I'm going to charge right at you, Junior, and knock your ass out. <laughs> But that's not so even I can fair. at He's least get it to one on one. You gonna be the easier knockout, so I'm gonna yeah. come and knock your ass out first. Yeah, and then oh, yeah. I deal with Tommy. When I get him in the clinch, and I whisper something in his ear. Steve Junior has call. sickle cell. He don't care. What I get you about no damn sickle cell? <laughs> I thought you this did. Five this five million. This five million. Beat his ass into a crisis. Oh my goodness! Coming oh, up, fifty million dollars. Coming up at the top of the hour, uh, a guy on social well, media needs some advice. What's the best door signal for when you're getting busy? We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World? Like, hey, we came to play. Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Greg on Steve Harvey FM writes, my roommate and I are having trouble deciding what's the most effective and subtle sign would we need to tell each other that we have company over and that we need privacy. It's a two bedroom place, but it's still nice to have some alone time without someone else walking in and spoiling the mood. Plus, I tend to get loud when getting busy. Anyway, he suggested a tie on the doorknob. I'm thinking that we should put a lava lamp by the front window and if it's on, that's the sign. Any other ideas out there, Steve? All this technology, what are y'all tying ties and hanging lava lamps in the window for? Why don't you text him? Damn. Damn. <laughs> what is y'all doing? Stuff we had to do when we was out there in them streets. We're going to tie a tie on the doorknob and, and put a lava light in the window. This ain't the 70s. No. Y'all got to text him. <laughs> and say what? Don't come home? What should Greg say? Hey, man, I'm in here. <laughs> if you open the door, don't look to the right. Just keep your eyes go straight on to the back. Cause we ain't okay. got on nothing. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Tommy, you can still buy a lava lamp. I didn't know that. I ain't seen yeah. them in years. Yeah. 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 I'm not. Feel, right. I ain't got time to be trying to hang no tie on no dough and all this here. Mm-hmm. Look. What's your suggestion? It's, it's, I don't care what you what you see. We just to be naked when you walk in. So I don't oh, oh, so no heads up or nothing, huh? Just Ain't no on. heads up, nothing. We walk around naked. We eating chicken wings and everything. We having a good time. <laughs> All right, here's another one from Lamar on Facebook. He says, my family moved into a new neighborhood a couple of years ago, and this will be our first Halloween that we're going uh, to be home accepting trick-or-treaters. Our neighbors are pretty well-to-do, and last year our kids came home with dozens of little goodie bags full of toys, coins, and full-size full-size candy bars. We got the same multi-pack of candy from Costco that we've always bought to hand out this year, but now I'm second-guessing our choice because we don't want to face criticism from other kids in the neighborhood because we went cheap on our candy. So, should I upgrade our candy or not? Yeah, you should, because y'all finna be the poor-ass black people. (laughs) (laughs) That's the latest. (laughs) You dropping nine ladies in these kids' bags and stuff like that. Don't matter what. Don't do that. You got to drop a couple men in their bag. <laughs> Single lifesavers, stuff like that. You... Should have been here, man. Is your house Nobody open for trick-or-treating, dog? Can neighbors come by and bring their kids? Yeah, how that work over your neighborhood, huh? 
Mm-hmm. How y'all rich folk do this, yeah. man? How y'all do this, hey, man? Hey, dog, let me tell you something. By the time your baby walk up to that door, he gonna be so damn tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the payoff if the baby does come trick-or-treat? Do you give him full-size candy bars? What's the treat? What do you give him? You answer the door, is the porch light but, 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 on? But first of all, when he ring the doorbell, you got Wait. to be somewhere near the front door, don't you? Porch. <laughs> is the porch light on? You know, the porch light has to be on for the well, kids to Okay, the okay, first, let, let me stop y'all a couple days. They got to stop at the garden. We, we don't have a doorbell <laughs> on what? the house. We don't you have, have a doorbell? doorbell? You ain't got no doorbell? No. He is a doorman. How, no, <laughs> okay. how did you get oh. up here to this damn door? Yeah, <laughs> that's what you're saying to the trick or treat. <laughs> uh, how, now, how the hell? Damn, we don't need a doorbell. How did you get to the door? <laughs> There's no bell to ring. There's, there's nobody should people. be outside ringing a doorbell. Mm-hmm. This, this, now, you know, I put Trick some or out. treat, Mr. Harvey. Trick or treat. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. You know, I'd probably do something nice for them if they came, but hell, I ain't. I don't even. Mm-hmm. So you ain't did. You I can't even see the house next door, so I don't know where they're going to come from. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, where they gonna come? And if I'm down in my ranch, I really don't know where they done come from. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everybody. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at about 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, today is Halloween, and a new survey finds that 58% of adults are likely to wear a sexy costume this year. The most popular sexy costumes for women include cat women, uh, Catwoman and a nurse. Uh, for the guys, the top sexy costumes include Batman and a gladiator. So what's the, those are the sexiest costumes. What's what, what the is it worst? For men, Shirley? Who is it's it? Batman and a gladiator. Damn, Keeble Elves didn't make it this year. Oh, uh-uh. Uh-uh. Oh, hell. There we go. Get back on. There we go. Back around the back. Came on back around there again, huh? Okay. Okay. Let me work well, on it. To double down, sure. Sure, they wear Smurfs. <laughs> you going to double down. <laughs> you doing Smurfs too? God. <laughs> not, it's not on here, Junior. Not at all. <laughs> So what are, what are some of those are the sexiest costumes? What I said for men, Batman and Gladiator, and Catwoman and a nurse for uh, the ladies. So what's the worst costumes you guys have seen? And was it yours? I hate when people wear the mask to make them look like a former president, like Nixon or something like that. Oh, uh, oh Trump uh-huh. or uh-huh. yeah. Oh, okay. You don't like those. Come on, you gonna come to party as Trump? <laughs> <laughs> You or when white people dress up like black people. Mm. That part. Oh, yeah. Going, okay. All right. Keep on okay. playing. <laughs> All right. Coming up in 33 minutes after the hour. <laughs> we'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. <laughs> Would you rather. I haven't even said it yet, Steve. Would you rather your partner cry uncontrollably Whenever they see you naked, or would you rather your partner laugh uncontrollably when they see you naked? <laughs> oh I think mine be doing both of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Laughing to keep from crying, probably. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I prefer she cry when she see me, but you know, yeah. I'll be like, stop. Come on now. You see me playing. <laughs> you play too much. Stop, stop laughing. You play too much. Come on now. You're laughing a little too hard now. It's, Come it on. ain't that funny. No, I, I, want her, I want her to laugh. Oh, you do? Why? Why? Yeah, yeah we'll see how long all this laughing lasts. <laughs> I like that. Hey, right. <laughs> you <it's> okay? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> All right. Would you rather make out in an elevator or would you rather make out in the back of a cab, a taxi cab? No nasty ass cab. I really do it in the elevator. Oh, elevator. but the clean yeah. elevator. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. elevator. Stand up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, would you rather spend the night in a cemetery or would you rather spend the night in a corn maze? Ooh, a corn maze? Uh-huh. You know how yeah, the... Yeah, I'm going to sit out there with that corn, yeah. Just like children, like children of corn, people? Uh-uh. Or, or a cemetery. Or a cemetery. i damn corn. I just... You're scared of corn? scared of everything. What? I don't know why. I ain't never heard that. Come on. Said cool. no one ever. I'm scared of corn. Thunder and lightning, okay, we get. Okay. Corn. I'm scared of corn, too. We get. <laughs> but corn. Hell, I'm scared of cabbage. <laughs> what? Man, big old head of cabbage. You know. <laughs> All right. Uh, would you rather hear a ghostly whisper in your ear when you're alone, or would you rather see strange shadows moving in the corner of your eye? Ooh, which one? I don't want none of that. Why, why would you ask me that? It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Yeah. No, I'm going to go and take them shadows out the corner of my eye. Cause cause just, yeah. I'm right here up on you, and I'm thinking. <laughs> no, dog, no, dog. He done got way too damn close to me. Let me old twenty dollars. That's what he sounded like. Yeah, I broke ghosts. <laughs> Caesar, I'm talking about Caesar. Let me old twenty dollars. About to stab you as we sit here. I'm gonna stab you right now. He can't right. too close. Look at me. Would you rather sleep with someone? Yeah. Oh man. Would. Listen. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll close out the show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through... It's true magic, because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. All right, guys, here we are, last break of the day. And Steve, before we get out of here, uh, I have one more would you rather. And uh, it's interesting. So let's let's hear what you guys think about this one. Would you rather? Would you rather sleep with someone who is 75 years old, but very skilled? Or would you rather sleep with someone your age or younger who's not good in bed at all? Hmm. Interesting. Now, g- give me Miss Johnson. <laughs> 75. <laughs> Very skilled. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's my one. I can't Tommy. do it. Tommy. I can't do it. I'm going to go with the yeah. younger one. I can't. <laughs> no, no. Who's not good? No, Tommy, because yeah, our pre-conference is going to be good. So you and my grandmother went to school together? <laughs> <laughs> my grandmother. 
Watch, watch this, Miss Johnson. <laughs> you, you and my grandmother went soon together. <laughs> Take it off your clothes. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I got some cabbage in there when we get through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Steve, seventy-five and when skilled. Through, sweetie, I'm gonna make you some hot water cornbread. <laughs> Ooh, delicious. <laughs> no, seventy-five and skilled, or your age and and knows nothing. Well. Mm. <laughs> it's just a question. Now. Come on. 75. Just do a cover for me. Just do a cover for me. Come on. I mean, what if she, you know, had herself together? She looked good for 75. Come on. She didn't look 75 well, at all. What about that? Come on, Miss Ramison. Come on. Ramison. Quindetta Ramison. Quindetta. Now, Judge Judy. Come on now. Yeah. Yeah. You love Judge Judy. <laughs> Judge Judy? Yeah. What? Yeah, that's man, I'm, one I've, of his I've, girlfriends. I've actually met Judge Judy before, man. Really, really nice lady. She got oh. some. Yeah, voted. she's like the highest paid person on TV at one time. I don't know if yeah. she still is. I just better say that. How old is she? So you and my grandmother went to school together? <laughs> yeah, as I'm taking my shirt off. So. <laughs> so y'all was on the debate team. I take my clothes off. I will yeah. be fine. <laughs> you can't deny that. Man. Man. Hey, I got some closing remarks for you today. Okay. I want to remind everybody of something. Junior and I were talking a little bit early, and it kind of made me think about something. We were talking about it. Junior said, I don't know how you do it, Uncle. And that was a statement that sparked this because I hear people oftentimes saying, I don't know how you do all that, how you did it, how you, I didn't. and I'm going to be honest with you. I only have really one answer because I don't really have an answer for to explain what has happened to me exactly, except faith. How I did it was with faith. How I got here was cause of faith. What kept me when it was real dark for me was faith. When I felt like giving up, what kept me going was faith. When I didn't have no answer and I didn't see no light at the end of the tunnel, what was it I was looking at? It was faith. Faith is the belief in things that you cannot see. You all, you have got to have faith to make it. You have got to have a relationship with God to make it. You cannot make it by yourself. You can't. I don't care what nobody tell you. You can't do that. You need God. You need him. He is an absolute necessity if you have any aspirations of being happy or successful. Don't you dare to try it without him. I'm telling you, you are wasting your time. I don't care how many good breaks you get. I don't care how many okay nods you get. If you don't have him in your life, it is not going to last. Because three things is going to happen. Three things are going guaranteed to happen. You are either going to be in a storm, coming out of a storm, or heading to a storm. 
but you best believe that the storms is coming. And it's the storms that wrecks the ships. And the ships that the storms wrecks is the, is the ships without faith. The ships without God. Everybody going to get tossed in this thing called life. Everybody, every single one of us is going to have some upside down moments. Every last one of us is going to get thrown for a loop. Every last one of us is going to have the unthinkable going to happen to you. Everybody's going to have the worst day they've ever had. Everybody's going to get the worst news they've ever gotten before. Everybody. Ain't nobody free from that. Well, you know what those are? Those are storms. And when them storms come, you got to have faith. Period. I kid you not, man. If you are locked up, if you are in prison, you know how you're going to best handle it and deal with it? With faith. If you've been given an un uncomfortable health diagnosis, if you've been given some bad news health-wise, you know what's going to help you get through it? Faith. If you've lost a loved one, you know what's going to get you through it? Faith. If you're in a bad relationship, you know what's going to get you through it? Faith. If you've lost your job, you know what gets you through it? Faith. You got to have faith, man. Form a relationship with God, y'all. It ain't ever too late. You ain't ever in too bad a shape. Don't try to fix yourself to go get God. God is in the fix-it business. Take yourself over there just as you are and have a conversation with God and ask him to help you. That's what you got to do. Those are my closing remarks today. We'll see y'all tomorrow. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarveyFM.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God. We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane. So shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at Play play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. 
eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 